Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today's the 10th day of December, and it's the last day in this week together before my daughter takes the mic and leads you down the road to the finish line for this year of completion through the Bible in its entirety in chronological order. Today we're reading the book of Romans, chapters 11 through 13, and it's the last day in the New Living Translation. I'm so glad that you are here. Romans chapter 11. I ask then, has God rejected his own people, the nation of Israel? Of course not. I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, and a member of the tribe of Benjamin. No, God has not rejected his own people whom he chose from the very beginning. Do you realize what the scriptures say about this? Elijah the prophet complained to God about the people of Israel and said, Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. And do you remember God's reply? He said, No, I have 7,000 others who have never bowed down to Baal. It is the same today, for a few of the people of Israel have remained faithful because of God's grace, His undeserved kindness in choosing them. And since it is through God's kindness, then it is not by their good works. For in that case, God's grace would not be what it really is, free and undeserved. So this is the situation. Most of the people of Israel have not found the favor of God they are looking for so earnestly. A few have, the ones God has chosen, but the hearts of the rest were hardened. As the scriptures say, God has put them into a deep sleep. To this day he has shut their eyes so they do not see, and closed their ears so they do not hear. Likewise, David said, let their bountiful table become a snare, a trap that makes them think all is well. Let their blessings cause them to stumble and let them get what they deserve. Let their eyes go blind so they cannot see, and let their backs be bent forever. Did God's people stumble and fall beyond recovery? Of course not. They were disobedient, so God made salvation available to the Gentiles, but he wanted his own people to become jealous and claim it for themselves. Now, if the Gentiles were enriched because the people of Israel turned down God's offer of salvation— Think how much greater a blessing the world will share when they finally accept it. I am saying all this especially for you Gentiles. God has appointed me as the apostle to the Gentiles. I stress this, for I want somehow to make the people of Israel jealous of what you Gentiles have, so I might save some of them. For since the rejection meant that God offered salvation to the rest of the world, their acceptance will be even more wonderful. It will be life for those who were dead. And since Abraham and the other patriarchs were holy, their descendants will also be holy. Just as the entire batch of dough is holy because the portion given as an offering is holy. For if the roots of the tree are holy, the branches will be too. But some of these branches from Abraham's tree, some of the people of Israel, have been broken off. And you Gentiles, who were branches from a wild olive tree, have been grafted in. So now you also receive the blessing God has promised Abraham 
and his children, sharing in the rich nourishment from the root of God's special olive tree. But you must not brag about being grafted in to replace the branches that were broken off. You are just a branch, not the root. Well, you might say, those branches were broken off to make room for me. Yes, but remember, those branches were broken off because they didn't believe in Christ, and you are there because you do believe. So don't think highly of yourself, but fear what could happen. For if God did not spare the original branches, he won't spare you either. Notice how God is both kind and severe. He is severe toward those who disobeyed, but kind to you if you continue to trust in his kindness. But if you stop trusting, you also will be cut off. And if the people of Israel turn from their unbelief, they will be grafted in again, for God has the power to graft them back into the tree. You, by nature, were a branch cut from a wild olive tree. So if God was willing to do something contrary to nature by grafting you into his cultivated tree, he will be far more eager to graft the original branches back into the tree where they belong. I want you to understand this mystery, dear brothers and sisters, so that you will not feel proud about yourselves. Some of the people of Israel have hard hearts, but this will last only until the full number of Gentiles come to Christ. And so all Israel will be saved, as the scriptures say. The one who rescues will come from Jerusalem, and he will turn Israel away from ungodliness. And this is my covenant with them, that I will take away their sins. Many of the people of Israel are now enemies of the good news, and this benefits you Gentiles. Yet they are still the people he loves because he chose their ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For God's gifts and his call can never be withdrawn. Once you Gentiles were rebels against God, but when the people of Israel rebelled against him, God was merciful to you instead. Now they are the rebels, and God's mercy has come to you so that they too will share in God's mercy. For God has imprisoned everyone in disobedience so he could have mercy on everyone. Oh, how great are God's riches and wisdom and knowledge! How impossible it is for us to understand his decisions and his ways! For who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to give him advice? And who has given him so much that he needs to pay it back? For everything comes from him and exists by his power and is intended for his glory. All glory to him forever. Amen. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In His grace, 
God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with a genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people and don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge, I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Everyone must submit to governing authorities, for all authority comes from God, and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and they will be punished. For the authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right, but in those who are doing wrong. Would you like to live without fear of the authorities? Do what is right, and they will honor you. The authorities are God's servants, sent for your good. But if you are doing wrong, of course you should be afraid, for they have the power to punish you. They are God's servants, sent for the very purpose of punishing those who do what is wrong. So you must submit to them, not only to avoid punishment, but also to keep a clear conscience. Pay your taxes too, for the same reasons. For government workers need to be paid. They are serving God in what they do. Give to everyone what you owe them. Pay your taxes and government fees to those who collect them, and give respect and honor to those who are in authority. Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you will fulfill the requirement of God's law. For the commandment says, you must not commit adultery, you must not murder, you must not steal, you must not covet. These and other such commandments are summed up in this one commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself Love does no wrong to others, so love fulfills the requirements of God's law. This is all the more urgent, for you know how late it is. Time is running out. Wake up, for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. 
The night is almost gone. The day of salvation will soon be here. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living. Because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for all to see. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or in sexual promiscuity and immoral living or in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. Father, we thank you for your word and we thank you for this week that we have been here, that we have dove in, that we have opened ourselves, opened our ears, opened our eyes, opened our hearts to receive and allowed you to change us from the inside out. And thank you for how you have spoke. Thank you for what it has spoken to us. And I pray that we leave this week changed, that we move forward in a different direction from where we have been with the things that you have convicted us. We repent. We walk in the opposite direction of where we have been walking with the things that you have highlighted in our lives to change. And we let go of the things that we cannot change, that we did not accomplish, that are not ours to accomplish, and we lay them at your feet and give them to you. And we look forward to this week with anticipation, with expectancy, that you will move in our hearts and in our lives. And we consecrate this next week to you. We give it to you, allowing you permission to do what it is that you desire to do in us, through us, and among us as your children. And we thank you and praise you for who you are. And I pray that we would be mindful as representatives of Jesus Christ, that we would walk forward in love, in truth, in love, with kindness, because it is your kindness that leads us to repentance. And we pray all of these things in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I now leave you in the delicate yet strong and capable hands of my beautiful daughter. I hope you all have an incredible week as we journey these final weeks together in the year through the Bible. And I look forward to being back together when the time comes. I'm Jill. Until then, love one another. Hi, DABC. This is Jenna calling in from Saskatchewan, Canada. I'm calling to pray for someone that called in on the December 5th recording, Renee from Florida, for her sister, Deanna. Father God, I would just like to lift up Deanna and this family to you, Father. Lord, I just pray that she would come to know you, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that she would know you when she passes, Lord. I pray, Lord, that even though she didn't go to church, 
what she read scriptures, Lord, I just pray that the scriptures she read, I just pray, Lord, that you would bring those to light for her. Lord, I pray that she would come to know who you are as the one and only true Son of God. Jesus Christ, you are on the throne. You reign in our hearts. Lord, I pray for peace for this family. I pray for comfort. And Lord, I just pray that you would give her an opportunity to accept you before she passes as her sister is saying she feels it will be very soon, maybe even tomorrow. So Father, I just pray that she would come to know who you are, Lord. I pray that you would maybe even give her an encounter or a glimpse of your glory. Lord, I pray you would give her a sign or send somebody to share the gospel with to her. Lord, I just pray that you would do a mighty work in her heart. I pray you would soften her heart and that she would come to know who you are very soon, Lord, so that she could be with you forever in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, family. This is Adrian, his mighty tortoise from Maryland. Um, I have a prayer request, a, a big prayer request for my longtime best friend over 25 years. Um, Lou and I have known each other since we worked together at Chevy Chase Bank in Maryland. Um, and he's he's my dad's, he's a year younger than my dad and his wife. Um, so they're both 76, really not that old, but they have aging issues. And um, he has dementia now and and just enough dementia that uh, he's no longer cooperating with the doctors or Trudy. But he's currently in the hospital with the kidney issues. And uh, she just discovered that she's got colon cancer and she was going for testing yesterday in Baltimore and fell and broke her hip. And so she's over at a different hospital and she was going to have surgery today, but um, they decided that they're going to do a hip replacement instead of just basic surgery. So major prayers needed, massive prayers needed for mercy for Trudy and Lou, my dear friends in Maryland. Please, please pray. This is your friend Adrian in Maryland. Thank you so much. Hello, DABC family. This is Diana from Florida, and I want to pray for Renee. Sorry, from Florida as well. Um, Renee, if we could click up on Facebook, that'd be fantastic. Um, I want to pray for your sister, Tiana. Uh, dear Jesus, I come before you, Lord, and I just pray for this family. I pray for Tiana. I pray, Father God, that your peace would be upon this family, Lord, that they would seek you in this moment and cling to you in this moment more than ever. Father, that in the name of Jesus, oh Lord God, that this would be an opportunity for them to know the salvation and the grace that comes from the Almighty God through His sacrifice on the cross of Calvary for our sins. Dear God, I pray for Diana. I pray for her soul. I pray, oh Lord God, that um, you know more than us. Oh, Lord God, what was going through her mind, what was going through her heart um, during the time of uh, this cardiac arrest. Father, you know uh, where she stands when it comes to eternity. And we are trusting you, Jesus, for a beautiful outcome. Oh, Lord God, for her as she enters into paradise. Oh, dear God, um, 
if that be your will, uh, and if it is not, if it, if it is your will to restore her, for there to be a miracle, I pray, Lord God, that that would happen also. We receive any and all miracles, Father God, um, with regards to this whole situation in Jesus' name. Uh, Father, but most importantly, we just pray that this entire family, uh, Deanna's niece and her family members and everybody involved, um, would be comforted, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Good morning, TABC. This is Under Construction. So please um, just continue to keep us in your prayers. I found a place, and my mother is actually going to um, act like she's my roommate, so that way I can get it with the income um, qualifications between my income and her income and so she is willing to help us um, get a place but the devil is at it again um, just like he tried to make everything impossible for me to get the amazing job that I have now I was going to put in my application yesterday but I ended up um, having to leave work early I had a horrible migraine so he is up to his old antics of trying to just discourage me and keep me away from what God has um, for us. So please, just specifically this place, I mean, if it is God's will, obviously, but it is like literally absolutely perfect. Um, it even came down in the price of what it originally was posted as. And so um, just thank you everyone for all of your prayers uh, this community is just absolutely so phenomenal and i am just thankful for what we have here um stay blessed everyone good morning dab and dabc family this is simone from texas calling in and i was driving i am driving to work and in my car and in prayer and i just felt led to pray for everyone so let's do it y'all it's been a while since i've done this father god we come to you this morning thanking you lord god for your loving kindness and your grace and your mercy lord god we thank you that you have sought seen it fit to see us through the end of 2022 and father god i thank you right now god 2022 has been a hard year for me, but it's been one of the most amazing years for me, God. And I want to thank you right now, Father, for the pain in 2022, Lord God. I thank you for the pain because I recognize I've been able to see your hand at work. And I thank you because of the pain I have been able to see how you have triumphed in my life during the course of the last 12 months. I ask you for protection over my DAB and DABC family for the rest of 2022. 22, Lord God, I thank you that your spirit will go before us right now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus and make every crooked path straight in 2023. I come against the spirit of death and I'm premature death in the name of Jesus, Lord God, and I thank you for protection as we walk out the end of this year, Lord God. I thank you and I believe and decree and declare that in 2023, we will see all of your promises for our lives come to pass. I thank you that as we continue to stand on the word, 
we will see the manifestation of everything that you have see, called and, and, and promised for us. So, Lord God, we just thank you and we give you all the glory and the honor and the praise for what you've done, what you're doing, and you're about to do. And it's in Jesus' name. I love you guys so much. I'm praying for you guys. And whew, it's been an amazing year. Love y'all.